1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ready? <coughs> Buffalo Bills Game Day on the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. All right, here
2: we go, here we go. We gotta have a drive. 23 Rap, 23 left. One, two, three.
3: <laughs> It's time for the post-game show with Shope and the Bulldog. Close one. Yeah. Close one. Yeah. How about that? Little, little Look tension. at little Miami over there. little tension. What a little, gutsy uh... effort. <laughs> Bills are on to the second round of the playoffs. That's the point.
4: Yes yes it is good for them you know let's say that a lot
3: bill's home (laughs) next week against either the bengals or jaguars depending on tonight's bengals ravens game mike Schopen, the bulldog here 34 31 it was not uneventful it was long it was here's josh allen
5: it's all, all that matters is surviving and advancing um it doesn't matter how we win, it's if we win. And uh, proud of our guys for playing the way they did. What were they
3: doing to you defensively, Josh? It seemed like the offense fell out of rhythm for good portions of that game.
5: Yeah, I mean, they were they were playing press man. They were spying me. They were doubling stuff. Um, I thought their front did a pretty good job, um, you know, maybe blocking up some of the running lanes. Um, but, again, our, our guys found a way way to win. Our defense stepped up. I'm so proud of our offensive line and our running backs on that last drive. It's It's not easy to run when they know you're running it in those situations. So to, for Motor to go put his head down, follow the big boys up front, um, go win a game like that, I don't know if we've uh, done that this year. So that was really, really good to see. You took a
6: lot of deep shots. Was that based on just on their coverage, what they were doing, and you thought you had the
5: opportunities there? Yeah, we we, we definitely had some opportunities, wanted to take advantage of that. Um, if They wanted to play, you know, no safety high. Um, they played a lot of zero today, which we kind of expected. Uh, I thought we had some good answers, some really good plays, and again, some not so great ones that we got to clean up and um, that's that's on my shoulders. You guys
1: had a little bit of a lull kind of in the second quarter early third. When did you feel like you guys snapped out of it or was there a moment that you can kind of go back to and say like okay that's when we got back to being
2: ourselves?
5: Uh, I mean at halftime just talking to ourselves, settling down, um you know, just trying to reset and refocus. Um I mean the turnovers, they 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 hurt us, you know. Really let them back in the game. Um you know, up 17 nothing. Uh, with chances, uh, and I give him the ball, you know, two times, and give him a touchdown. So uh, it's just things you can't do, um, and you can't expect to win like that. So some stuff to clean up. Can you speak on
7: that third down and ten catch from Khalil, Khalil Shakir, excuse me. He hasn't seen a lot of action this year, but boy, he came up in a big moment there.
5: Yeah, that was that was a big, uh, big momentum shift for us. Um, you know, I know he's a rookie, but we got a lot of faith in him, a lot of trust in him uh, to, to make some plays for us, and he's going to continue to do so.
7: John, speaking
5: of that faith and that truck, what was it like to have John Brown, Beasley, Gabe, Steph, all those guys out there all at one time? Yeah, I mean, it, it felt very comfortable. Um, you saw it. Steph or it was Cole's first playoff touchdown, I think, in his career. That's what uh, Kevin Turns just said. So uh, that, was, that was pretty pretty fun um, to to get the ball back to him. Obviously, bouncing around, uh, bringing him back, and just being able to run some of our old stuff, and he. He remembers it and was um, able to run it and execute it. So uh, it's it's good to have vets like that. How
7: much did the interception
5: by here? How much did that kind of swing things for you? Oh, I mean, it's it's huge and um, you know the turnover margin. You know, especially in the playoffs, is so big. Um, you know that that really helps us out. It bells us out. You know, I can't thank our defense enough for playing the way that they did. And you know, I didn't put them in some great situations today, and I know that, and they know that, and I got to be better for them.
8: Josh, the playoffs can be grueling under any circumstance, especially you know if you want to make a long run. But given what you guys have gone through the past couple of weeks, that adds you know an additional element of emotion, and you know it's draining, right? How do you guys kind of find the strength to keep going, and what you hope is a long postseason?
5: Yeah, I mean, we we set goals at the beginning of the year. Uh, we've got one goal in mind, and um, that's to win a world championship. And uh, to do that, you gotta you gotta win the playoffs. Um, so. We're looking forward to our next matchup. I don't know who it's going to be against, uh, but I know it's here. We're going to need Bill's Mafia in the building uh, being loud and disruptive. I thought they did a good job tonight in forcing a couple false starts and delay of games. That's, that, that's such a huge momentum shift for us. Um, when it's fourth and one, you cause a delay of game, and now it's fourth and six, and it changes the, the complexity of that call. Um, so shout-out to, to our fans. The,
8: um,
9: after you got back in the lead after the interception, how big was that next drive when you made it a 10-point game? Because it seemed like... That was finally you re- re- regained grasp of the game.
5: Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's the playoffs. Everybody here is good. Um, you know, every team that we play, it's going to be their biggest game, our biggest game of the season. So um, nothing to hold back. And, again, I thought they played pretty good tonight, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they did some things that caused us some problems. So um, hats off to them. Um, but, again, proud of our, how our guys played. Josh, you
8: What's mentioned, the, motion, like, in that locker room right now, knowing how hard fought this game was Obviously,
5: just the yeah. Again, um, we understand the, you know, the, the seriousness of the playoffs. Um, it's win or go home. And again, guys just wanting to to win and, and not hang up the cleats, you know, just yet. You know, we, uh, like I said, we got some goals to accomplish. And um, guys in that locker room love each other. They they work extremely hard to go out there and execute and, and try to accomplish those goals that we set.
8: Josh, you mentioned something. I have time to reset, but then the first drive, the second half, the
5: turnover there. What were the conversations like right after that on the side? Yeah, I mean it's you can't focus on that. Um the play happened. Um you gotta move on. You know, I think uh, having the leadership, you know, in that offense, whether it be Steph or Mitch or Dion or Roger, just coming up to me and just say, hey, forget it. Like we gotta go. And um just understand like you can't let your last play dictate your next play. So, um, Again, got to be better in those situations, but uh, we were able to find a way.
10: What'd you think of uh, Skyler Thompson's play today? I thought
5: he played pretty well. You know, our defense is uh, it's pretty dang good. Um, he gave them a shot to win a game, and that's that's all that matters.
6: I know you would prefer it to be a lot less stressful at the end, but is there something to be said about winning a close game, especially in the playoffs? Is that a skill that a team can
5: have? Um, I guess so. At the end of the day, that's that's all that matters is winning the football game. Um, if it's by a one, it's by a hundred, and. Again, these are one-week seasons from here on out. Everything you got, it's, it's uh, like I said, winter or go home.
9: That's the most involved we've seen Gabe in a while. In the passing game, you were going to him early, you went to him late big play. What was it about seeing him as often as you did as an answer to him?
5: Yeah, he, he works his tail off. Um, in practice, he works extremely hard. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's been so reliable for us. and Again, just giving him some opportunities to make some plays, and he came up with some big ones tonight
7: mentioned Khalil, and Kair, Also, you mentioned the production from the running game. To get such contributions from rookies in such a big game, when necessarily you're not at your best, how big of a boost is that for the team, and just an overall confidence boost for those players?
5: Yeah, you know, at this point in the season, they're they're not rookies anymore. You know, they've they've seen enough action. They understand the gist of of what's going on. And again, I credit our leadership, whether it's in the DB room, our receiver room, our running back room, for you know getting some of those guys ready to play today. And um, you know, helping us win a football game. You ever, oh, yeah. you ever seen Mitch that heated? No, I don't. Uh I you don't really see that, but uh I love him. I, I really do. Did you
7: get a chance to go ahead. Did you get a chance to uh, spend some time with
5: tomorrow Yeah I got to got to say hello to him and his family and um obviously a, a big old hug and there's a big line of guys ready to to love up on him. So it was I mean blessing blessing come true to see him back in the facility. Thank you guys, yeah. go bills. Okay,
3: Josh Allen and the Bills 34, Skyler Thompson and Miami 31. Bills on to round two. Interviews from the locker room, excuse me, I'm just rusty. Uh, Hearing from Josh Allen there, brought to you by Buffalo Laborers Local 210. Want to say something about the game? I'm glad it's over. Me too. Back after this, maybe Sean McDermott, the Bills win it and are on to the divisional round. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network.
9: Allen back to pass, surveying the field. Fires to the end zone to Davis. Did he get both feet down? Touchdown, Buffalo! A 23 yard missile launch by Allen to Davis.
4: There's our electric play of the game. Hi. Uh, uh, that's a uh, touchdown pass from Josh Allen to Gabriel Davis. Electric play of the game is brought to you by Town BMW. For an electrifying performance, check out Town BMW's line of EVs. Mike Schoep and the
3: Bulldog, the Bills are through into round two, beating Miami 34-31. It was not easy. What's What's interesting, one thing of many that's interesting is that it kind of felt like it would be as this game was a half an hour old, which by looking at the clock now maybe was like, half an hour, was it five minutes of clock time into the game? Maybe. How did this game go to three <laughs> o'clock in the first half?
4: There was no cart on the field. I no. don't even know how this game went so long. Very long football game.
3: No know. overtime or anything. Not complaining. I mean, it held your attention.
4: Sure. You no, know, it was gripping. Um, I was, I don't know, not to overstate things because we're on the radio, kind of terrified, if you can be kind of terrified, not just flat-out terrified. Uh, no qualifiers on terrified. Yeah, it was nerve-wracking, um and i mean the the bills just it it felt like yeah early okay this is going to be a knockout and kind of the game we talked about you know during the week where guys will get rested and you know the third or fourth quarter will be just sort of glide time and instead it was just anything but that um once miami got going and they got going by what, like 80 yards of interception return, a 50-yard punt return? Like, here's, there's your recipe, right? How, how are you going to, you know, you're a big underdog, a two-touchdown underdog. How do you compete? I mean, <laughs> you get yourself those yards. Those are not offensive yards with your third-string quarterback. And they set them up for points and might not have seemed like much at first. Like, oh, field goal, oh, another field goal. And then suddenly, with the third quarter starts and you're losing? What happened? I
3: am not. Worried for them, but they were very lucky today. Just these these plays that happened, and here is Miami. I mean, all this momentum and whatever. They were fourth and inches at midfield with three minutes down three. Everything that happened all day, and that was almost like four hours worth of stuff, meant nothing. They're at third, fourth and a foot at midfield. Holy cow. Like, they, they were making enough plays to scare you. It wasn't many, but it was enough. Mm-hmm. And if they get, they couldn't get their plays in. Yeah. The Bills have, they deserve no credit for that. Like, they would had nothing to do with that. And they even, did you notice, fourth and whatever it was, third and it's third and two, Wilson runs for one. They reset the play clock for Miami in that sequence. The game clock is running. It's the Dolphins' friend, as long as they don't get stopped. And they still could not get out of the huddle. Right. And these two coaches were so happy with themselves to call timeouts when they thought when they Bailing saw each something. Other out, right? They're like me on Twitter. <laughs> McDermott on, on his timeouts today was like me on Twitter where you sort of think of it like, hey, I could say this right now. That's eh, it's not worth it. Right. And then just delete it. He's got to remember it. he could he can do that. He can delete the tweet.
4: Yeah, he sent no, he hit send. He hit on send on those timeouts and then regret it. Right?
3: Like just Save your timeouts, these two. So, it's, ironically, like as long as the game goes, at the end, Miami had no move, and the Bills wouldn't have either had the Dolphins... Oh, tired. wow. Right, yeah. They are so lucky. I don't think it necessarily, at least, it's the beginning, It's the game's been over for half an hour, means anything to what happens next week, but damn, today. They were so close to the worst loss in the history of the franchise. Like, you, this team... They've been like the best team in the league for three years. And this is it. And you're playing the, you get the Dolphins with the third string, two touchdown favorite at home. Right. And this happens. Like, whoa, was that a narrow escape? Time for the Skyworks stats of the game Skyworks Equipment Rental Building America from the Ground Up. Visit skyworksllc.com. Josh Allen, 23 for 39, 352 three touchdown passes, two picks, four for 20 on the ground. I thought there were times in this game where he could have run, including the pass to Knox that was overturned in the end zone. seems like he just sort of forced the pass against the grain a little bit. You never want to, you know, knock Allen for that because he makes so many plays that way.
4: Right, and really made that play just a tough catch, and Knox couldn't pull it in. But yeah.
3: yeah, like his running, there was one play where it mattered. They had a third down and converted in the red zone on that um but you had a fumble for a touchdown and you had a couple of picks where you go come on josh this is the playoffs on uh, the bills front as well devin singletary 10 for 48 james cook an early touchdown run 12 for 39 Stephon Diggs 7 for 114 almost all of it early gabe davis came on huge touchdown catch we just heard it six for 113 and one touchdown catches as well for dawson Knox early three for 20 is where that ends up cole beasley Two for thirty-five. Skyler Thompson for Miami, eighteen for forty-five, two twenty, a touchdown pass and two picks. The touchdown to Gesicki End of the first half. You watch the first half and you get out of it. Go to the bathroom. Go to the fridge. You're like this game is tied. You know. Mm-hmm. Tyree Kill seven for sixty-nine to lead the Dolphins. Jeff Wilson ten for twenty-three
4: and a score on the ground. They did not do a lot. Do You have the team yards. Uh yes I do have the team yards for you it was four hang on I had it earlier and for some reason this is not updated four twenty three to two thirty one it's it's like not, the first game yeah I was gonna say it's similar to that and you know it ends up being a, a that was a, what was that a two point win for Miami a yep. uh, three point win for the Bills here very lopsided statistically that's you know that's where the fifty yard punt return and eighty yards of interception return come in handy I mean that that boosted Miami on a day where you wouldn't have expected. I didn't anyway. They had one good drive, really, on offense. The rest of it was they got set up close enough to points where they didn't have to do too much to get their points and even scored on defense, of course, to start the third quarter.
3: If the Bengals win tonight, it's the Bengals. If the Ravens win tonight, it's Jacksonville. How much do you care? Is it a huge difference?
4: Huge? Um, I... I think so, yes. I mean even though Jacksonville had the second half they had last night and came back, you know, great great playoff comeback, all time comeback. Um I, I think the Bengals with the with the weapons they've got and they've been through it. And so now you know Jacksonville went through it yesterday and maybe now they'll be fine, I don't know. But I yeah, you asked me if I'd rather play Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones, and Zay Jones etn if you want them or burrow chase higgins boyd and mixon yeah i'll take lawrence
3: <laughs> how about that game last night so we're gonna wait until sean mcdermott's ready to speak that'll be brought to you by Northtown automotive whatever you're looking for you'll find it at com. there's a ton to get to from today it um we won't have all the time we want because the game went so long, but we've got let's let's use what we have, just like in life itself. You mm-hmm. make take advantage of the time you have. It's all I work say. together, everyone. I would say. Patrick is with us. Hi Patrick.
10: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um first of all, I just like to, you know, say I'm grateful that we won a home playoff game. Um, we went, you know, 25 years without winning a playoff game, so it's still pretty cool to win a playoff game. Uh, with that said, with all gratitude, I will say that, um, you know, we really got to stop playing with our food. It uh, It's pretty frustrating to watch, you know, a team that we're so much better than. And I know we say things, cliche things like every playoff team is good. But, you know, there was a, a point where we were up by four and we had 200 more yards of total offense.
3: Yeah, you won't catch me saying that.
10: <laughs> Actually, good, good. We, we You know, anyone in school knows that. You know, when you wait to the last minute to study for an exam, it sort of gives you this exhilaration and and this energy, and and hopefully you study enough to do well. But sometimes that bites you in the butt. And I just really hope we don't do that in these next few weeks. Um, so, anyways, I you know very glad we won the playoff game. Frustrating to see us, you know, make it so much closer than it needed to be. And then uh, last thing I'll say is, do uh, you guys remember seeing a game where there were so many plays called back from? These sort of last second timeouts, almost like you see when you're trying to ice the kicker that never worked. So that was kind of bizarre. But, anyways, good. You know, we won. That's that's great, I guess. And hopefully they uh, play with a little more urgency next week. All right. Thanks.
4: Yep. Yeah. I, um, it was, yeah, the, the timeouts, the late timeouts, the lack of the, um, you know, t- delay of game penalties, even like Miami was up against that play clock all afternoon, and it is not my favorite thing to, like, be focused on because, you know, I feel like they kind of make it up as they go. Uh, But there were at least two times before the end, even, that I thought they they got to zero and there was even that, you know, that pause that they sometimes talk about. And then the ball was snapped and be like, what in the world are you doing with us? So I couldn't figure that out. The late dueling timeouts by these guys just burning through them, um just it was it was a very sloppy game i'd say by but just about everyone who impacted the game was sloppy Uh,
3: the the bills the bills had two sean mcdermott not the bills sean mcdermott had two timeouts in this game that you just i couldn't believe it and he tried to get the one on the touchdown to knox at the beginning he just sees the play clock he's running down the sideline tries to get you know the timeout called before it runs out and in that case, they got it off, and he was fine. But a couple of times on defense, that one where the Dolphins were, what, where they, they throw the ball away, and you find out the Bills had called timeout, like, didn't we learn anything here about the right. value of timeouts? Like, if if you're in third and eight, this is Miami more, like, you're in third and eight, and here's delay of game, means third and 13, you don't call a timeout in the second half of a playoff game you're losing, you take the penalty. A couple of times with the Bills, McDermott because that's him this is the one thing we know is McDermott is the timeouts you know like mm-hmm. that's a bad job the Dolphins have no excuse like the fact that the quarterback is a third string rookie doesn't matter. It matters to whether you're getting the plays off and running the offense which puts stress on it all, but that doesn't change the point I just made about just let it what's go. where the value is you just let it go and so. That's not, like, the number one thing for the Dolphins. They almost won. They'll they'll take something out of this. It's the playoffs. They lost, but they were such a big underdog. But the fact that they could not really even function and get to the line of scrimmage, that's where you got to wonder, like, what was going on with that. You know.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: You want to tell me this is too much because the kid is so young? Then you can. The end of the game for the Dolphins, that Wilson run to fourth and one, you get on the line of scrimmage. And you do it again. Like, that is just what Mm -hmm. Allen would do. That is what a good team would do in that spot. And, like, I'm the Bills. I'm in trouble here. They could score a touchdown and beat me. They could run the clock down the way the Bills did against Baltimore and the way mm-hmm. they did against Miami the last time Miami was here. And I don't have I don't get Josh Allen back on the field. But they're just in the huddle. They get the boost on the play clock. They're still in the huddle. The Bills are very lucky today. 34-31. We can't take a break because McDermott is next. So we can – let's just take some more calls, right? Let's take some more calls. We're, here, we're here for the people. They're going to do what we want. Right, like we have the yeah, yeah thing right. to Do what we want? Yeah,
4: we can steer this thing. All right,
3: David is next. Hi, David.
2: Hi, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, so uh, I would like to say first of all, uh, first time listener, long-time caller. Um, <sighs> so my question to you guys would mm-hmm. be, going forward. So if you are going to think that Skylar Thompson is going to put, so he put up thirty one points. Joe Burrow is going to put up how many points? It's not how it works. Yeah, it
3: is. What do you want to say? 70? You think that's uh, going to happen? I
2: would say, I would say 51.
3: Okay. 51. You Bulldog? Good. Thanks for calling, David. 51. <laughs> Appreciate you listening. Maybe. Yeah. This is not how it works. They scored on defense. They had 221
4: yeah. yards. It, it, look, you, if the Bills give a good team with a competent quarterback that knows what he's doing, uh, and it was familiar running the offense, has been working with the play caller all year long, and is familiar with the skilled players. Um you you give them the opportunities the Bills gave this team today, you're gonna be in trouble. It doesn't mean you're gonna go seventy, but you're gonna you're gonna have a tough time with a good team with a competent quarterback, because that, that kid was so far in over his head. He made a couple of throws, but it was pretty ugly. They didn't do very much at all on offense, and we were sweating this game from what, two o'clock until it ended. So and that was <laughs> a long time. That was that was three hours in itself. That
3: was like the length of an actual real game <laughs> right, usually. Right. It's long enough.
4: So, look, there's definitely truth in you, they got to clean this up. Uh, but I'm not assuming 50 points. But, but you, you know, you're going to have a tougher time with a better team, for sure.
3: Yeah, you would think. Michael is next. Hi.
12: Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm glad they won. We, we, you know, the Bills lost three games by playing sloppy like that this year, including that Miami game where they had the same thing, where Josh was stacked, fumbled, and given a touchdown to Miami. So hopefully they can clean everything up next week. I think they will. But we'll, the game management stuff like that, 13 seconds from last year, I could understand for the life of me when when Miami was uh, down there in the red zone and on that third down play when Tremaine Edmonds stopped the runner for a two-yard loss on third down and McDermott, the class going to zero and he's calling timeout. And the same thing when they had a fourth down on the Bills' 36-yard line, and they're going for it, and McDermott's calling timeout when the clock's going to zero. I've never seen that happen where the defense of uh, the coach, when, when his team's on defense, is calling timeout before the clock hits zero. Can you explain that to me?
3: Well, he you've seen it happen if you've watched his teams. I mean, he loves to call those timeouts, and he's fortunate today that Miami didn't score on him at the end when he could have used them. This team, Allen and that offense is so good. Think of the Viking game. When Allen fumbled in the end zone and they fell behind, how much time was left when that happened? I Minnesota, like 30 seconds, something like that. They still got in field goal range. It almost never bites right. this team because of Allen and the offense. But you can't say you haven't seen it. He does it all the time. How did they lose in Kansas City? They called two timeouts on defense to line up properly, then they just backed up to the goalposts, and the Chiefs kicked the field goal and then beat them. You know, like, no, this is a thing, you know, but
4: they get away with it. Yeah. He, he, I I, I think it's, I don't know, do, do I need to clarify uh, this at all? Um, today, I think what the caller is saying, it's, it was in the duress where the offense is feeling heat to get the snap off on time. Like, you're right, he loves to get a look at what they're going to do. But in the moment where the clock is going down... I, I don't know. I, I it's not something that I notice him do frequently. I'm not saying it's never happened, but it was very noticeable today that like he he bailed them out of delay of game penalties, maybe. Um and that was very strange. Coaches in general
3: don't appreciate, in my opinion, the value of those timeouts in the second half. You can almost always you can almost never afford to take them. And when a team takes a timeout for any reason, say five yards, unless it's like fourth and inches or something like that, your third and four and your third and nine are not that different. The third and longer you get, the less different it is. Live with it. But forever, football's like a timeout. How about uh, the Chargers last night? How did that go? Like, they spent their timeouts this way, and they're like, oh, Burned one on a dopey D- challenge. Damn, too. look, yeah. we're going to lose. I guess we don't get another chance. Just, <laughs> these quarterbacks are so good. You can't live with yourself if the game ends and your guy is on the sideline. And that could so easily have happened today. But it didn't. That's the big thing. Whew. Yeah. Yep. Amy's next. Hi, Amy. Hey, how's
9: it going?
4: Good. Thank you, Amy.
9: I was just going to say about or talk about, you guys kind of touched on some points already about how the delay of game was called so many times and they just kind of like blew past it. And also how um, I feel like, as myself and also like Bill's Mafia, I feel like maybe our confidence has been shook in our team for the rest of the playoffs and McDermott's calling timeout as the delay of game is ending. So, um, just wanted to call and get your thoughts on that. I'll take my response off the line. Okay. Thanks,
4: guys. Yeah, we, right, we have already addressed it somewhat. I, 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 I felt like there were at least two before this game was into the fourth quarter where Miami didn't get plays off in time and they weren't flagged. Um, and then, of course, you've got the, the late timeouts that we've already talked about. So it was, a, it was an odd game in that way. Your confidence
3: level is up to you. They will be favored next week, even against the Bengals. This is how the league works. I have friends who are texting their pants off with how bad the Bills are. They are 56-21 and in the last four years. They win constantly. Some games are close. Some bounces go the other way. That is true. That's tough. It's it's tough living in a world like that. I agree.
4: Your confidence level is up to you. Would you rather be the Bills next week or Jacksonville? Right. You'd rather be the Bills. But look... at. My confidence was going to be different going into a divisional round game against the Bengals no matter what. The Bills could have ended up winning right. this game, you know, just boat race the Dolphins like it looked like they were going to do when that first quarter was taking an hour and a half to complete. And they didn't. If they had, we'd all be flying high and feeling good and high-fiving, and I'd be over here going, man, next week's going to be tough. <laughs> it just, it's exactly. A, it's going to be tough no matter what, uh, I think, like, in my opinion, especially if it's the Bengals. Um, so, you know, you were in for that almost no matter what. That's right.
8: Next is Chuck. Hi, Chuck. Hey guys, it seems like it seems like every week they win, and I leave the game shaking my head about the offense and, and some of the play calling. You look at the scoreboard, and somehow they seem to hang like thirty plus at a game. But I can't, I can't take any more watching this offense and this offensive coordinator. Just refuse to use Allen Blake. It would be like the Ravens not using Lamar's running. It just completely blows my mind. And he, this guy's one of the most dangerous weapons in the league. More, you can say he is the most dangerous weapon when they use him on design runs, and they just won't use him. They use him one time, and then. Even on that amazing Shakira catch, it was third and one. They're throwing deep shots instead of QB sneaking it. They ran him one time; and it was successful for a first down. The next drive, they come out, they throw two bombs on first and second down, go three and out. I just had—I have no faith in Dorsey that he can lead us to a Super Bowl. It seems like every every game, McDermott's doing something that costs us a playoff game or costing our playoff chances. The AFC Championship game, he, he coached scared the the last year against the Chiefs. He blew the—he blew a lead in 13 seconds. I, I don't mean to be negative, but this coaching just they need to use Allen's legs he's the most dynamic player in the league in my opinion and the coaching just just scares me that that they're gonna be able to lead us to a championship
3: well try to take a breath i think i mean that'd be my if we were friends that'd be my advice like this is another moment where i think somebody tuning in just passing through town thinks we're all crazy
4: Yeah. if shakir i don't know how well whatever i work here they pay me I, i guess uh I'm just you know they for do suns, pay you for Sundays. They, if do, they, they don't. They do pay me, if but they like don't. Sundays. Anyway, uh, look, that's not the point. Um, you you know how I get with the play calling, the play calling, the play calling. Like this, this guy, I think what, what was the guy's Chuck. name? Chuck. Thank you, and thanks for calling, Chuck. Chuck wants rather than throwing a 50 yard pass that's on target and should have been caught on third and one to run Josh Allen because that's safer and you would have gotten a first down. I think he's talking
3: about the one Shakir caught. Oh. Which was third and short. Okay. The other one was
4: third and eight.
3: Maybe. Think, probably. Does that mess you up?
4: No. Okay. But I mean, yes, it does. Because that I can't, play... can go all the way with it.
3: That play happened after the previous series where, they, where Allen threw two deep balls on the left sideline in a row and missed. And then got sacked or ran for two
4: yards, something like that. Mm-hmm.
3: And so this was the conversation then, which was like, why are we yeah. taking shots, but... I love shots.
4: Yeah, I I I think shots that are on target are and you know single coverage are a credit to the coordinator and it's a good play call. Uh, But I've got them mixed up, so you know my apologies on that. But no, don't worry about
3: it, because it's not a it's not a question of whether he catches the pass. Shakir should have caught the first one. The first catch that he dropped was easier than the one that he made. Yep. Right. So that doesn't change anything really. I just like that they throw it down the field. I think that's how whoever wins the Super Bowl is going to win the Super Bowl. And this team last week showed that it can still do it, if anybody doubted them. I did a little bit. And then you have today where, like, the bomb, the digs, and, you know, there was plenty of that in this game. He got to 350. Allen's line
4: was 260 today. He got to 350 with a 50-yard drop. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Right. (laughs) I mean, Uh, yeah.
3: I am not somebody who minds when they throw the ball down the field on short yardage plays. Because that's how you—that's your best chance of getting the coverage you want and picking up those those huge plays. So it's so easy and so common when they miss them for somebody to be like, oh, I can't believe he just didn't take a quarterback sneak. The caller's talking about Allen running, and I agree to a point. Just like this game was not a game where you saw him get out. Right. And a couple of times... He had lanes, and he threw it instead. He just got to, almost to the line of
4: scrimmage and just, ah! And a couple of times he had the thought to go and made a bad call on that, and they closed down on him very fast around, around the line of scrimmage. Yeah, That happened a couple this times, is, too. This has
3: been the, game, the right. case with Miami all three games. But
4: as far as designed runs, you've got the one third down one that you mentioned that was very key. And other than that, I don't know that there was much at all. I think the others were probably all scrambles, if I, if my memory is half decent and I still think-
11: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
11: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
4: I think it is.
3: I do, too. Thank you. You seem sharp. Yeah, sharp. Yeah, good, thanks. You don't know how to fix the TV. It's been broken all day, but otherwise. I, uh,
4: yeah, I don't know about that.
3: Seemed like a good game. Sounded like a
4: good game. Yeah, I enjoyed running from... TV to TV to watch it.
2: <clears throat>
4: Zach is
3: with us. Hi, Zach.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, you know, towards the end of the week, you guys can be asking, how do they win this game? And this is this is how the Dolphins – sorry. Is the, you ask, how do the Dolphins win this game? This was a topic in your roundtable. This is how they win it, short fields and, you know, some random mm-hmm. plays. I chalked this up totally to randomness. I mean, you see Mike McDaniel come from the Kyle Shanahan uh, school – And he came in here with a good game plan on top of Allen gave them the ball. I'm not going to lose my mind over this. Allen goes for 300. He had two receivers go over 100 yards. You know, I was just looking on my way home from the game. The Rams won the the last three games um, against the Buccaneers, the Niners, and then the Super Bowl, all by three points. I mean, this is what it is. This is the league. You know, randomness. uh, It could be random fumbles. It could be a uh, referee call. It could be anything. And this is what's going to happen. I mean, I wasn't comfortable. I think they're a little bit better than that. Uh, but this is what happens. I mean, and I love the call that they're going to be favored against the Bengals if the Bengals win tonight. I mean, it is what it is. Um, I'm not going to lose sleep over losing or beating the Dolphins by just three points. But that's all. Thanks, guys.
4: All right, Zach. Appreciate the call.
3: Mike Schopen, and the Bulldog here. We're still waiting on Sean McDermott. We'll take an extra network break, everybody. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Welcome back to postgame. Sean McDermott is speaking.
6: As we head into next week, um, so with that, I'll turn it over to your questions. Uh, and Sean, 17 up and then a
9: run on offense. What, what, what did, what did Miami change up or was it self inflicted
6: I just think overall we got to do a better job of, of at that point, um, you know, up 17, I think it was 17 zip, and we turned the ball over, so... Um, at the end of the day, you turn the ball over, you die normally a, a pretty quick death. And when you turn the ball over, I think we had three, three turnovers, one for a score, and, uh, and then we had the big punt return in there mixed in there as well. So um, not very good complimentary football.
13: Generally speaking, when you go up 17 nothing as early as you guys did, is it difficult to keep the guys up mentally,
7: ready, and sharp how do you handle that from a coach, a coach?
6: Yeah, I mean, that's. I understand what you're saying. and I'm w- very aware of that, and, and you watched I mean, the game last night. I didn't stay up to watch at all, but um, what the way that game was trending and then the result, right, the end result. So I give our guys credit, man. They hung in there, and, and they figured out a way to get a win, and, and that's what um, I think one of the things they've been really good at this year. And uh, But we definitely uh, have a lot to take out of this game and, and learn from. They used a couple of timeouts late defensively in the second half. Were,
13: were you just in defenses that you didn't like at the time? Or?
6: Yeah, just uh, with what they had out on the field and and what we were in, I just, I, you know, I wanted us to talk about a little bit there. I didn't, we had the guy running wide open there a little bit, and one, one of them that got thrown down the field, I think it was, and ended up being incomplete, so was uh wasn't ideal. We got to do a better job there.
9: Sean, Steph was hurting them early, and then they kind of made a commitment to shutting him off. Yeah. Just can you speak to the job the rest of your receiving corps did to kind of pick up that slack?
6: Yeah, um, you know, I praise praise them for, and Cole came back, you know, a lot of them came back after some early plays, I would say, Chris, that didn't go their way and, and, and hit the reset button, whether it was Cole, Shakir, um, you know, they all contributed down the stretch, which is what we needed, and that's hard to do And just in terms of the the reset button, but our guys are mentally tough, they've shown that and when the game doesn't start the way you want it to in terms of an individual player in the first quarter, hey, how do you how do you get yourself back? And they did that.
7: John, the moment from how you're dealing with the, on the pass? Yeah. vital, I'm sure. I thought he
6: did some really good really good things in the game. Uh, the interception, you know, executing the technique and then the play on the fourth down, uh, the same fourth down that was referenced earlier, uh, we came back and he made I think he knocked the pass down. Um, over there on their sidelines. So I thought he played, I thought he did some really
7: good things and then he tackled in the run game also. Can you mentioned Shakir, that catch on that third and 10. How critical of a catch was that? And for someone who hadn't seen extensive time this season to come up with such a big play in a critical time, how great was that to see from rookie? Are you talking about his, his catch? catch on the third and ten over the yeah. middle where he kind of contorted his body to extend the drive.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a big catch, and, you know, we got a lot of trust in him. He, he's got good hands, he's a good football player. He's off to a good start, and I think he wanted that one, you know, from early in the game back. Um, I think that, that first one was before half maybe there. Um, we could have put some points on the board more than we did. So, um, again, I – the game ebbs and flows, and our guys, um, time after time, have shown their mental mental toughness and the ability, the ability to reset.
7: You yeah, Kair and Khalil and also James, just the contributions overall from the rookie class today in the playoff.
6: Yeah. Um, you know, they they, uh, they, they adjusted. Um, Kair, James, I mean, we're counting on those guys, and it, it didn't used to be that way when you're a young player. You, most of the young Young players years ago never played or maybe your first round pick played. Um, and so now, you know, the day and age of the NFL is these, these young players are, are going to be counted on the play and contribute. Tr- Tr-
5: Tredavious, we've talked to you quite a bit about him,
4: and he's talked about sort of the journey he's on. But it appears the last few weeks in particular he's rounding into form. I know you don't have the benefit of having watched the game already on tape, but kind of getting that sense that the old Tredavious in some ways yeah. is coming back.
6: Yeah, he's worked hard. He really has. I uh, give credit to our training staff mm-hmm. as well. But his his mindset appears to be in a totally different space right now. He's confident making plays on the ball. And I would say our secondary made some key plays on the ball. Uh, Taryn Johnson is another one that comes to mind. Kier, um, And that's important. you got to be able to make plays on the ball, and we're starting to do that. Hey, Sean, with Dane went out uh, earlier. No,
7: right. Went out earlier. Who was it? Dane. Could,
6: yeah. Could he have returned? I he was I I feel like he could have, you know. uh, Nate said he could have, and so we'll just see where it goes this week here. The Playoffs can be
8: grueling under normal circumstances. Obviously, everyone on this team has been through a lot the last two weeks. I guess, how do they find the strength to keep going for what you hope is a long
6: run? Yeah, you got to want it. I mean, you got to want it. This is this is what we work for. This is uh, what you train for in the off season. This is what the regular season's for: is to get yourself, you know, into the playoffs and. And now it's these are these are every game is is uh, you know it's the season, in, in, in the span of four quarters or overtime. So it's uh, it's what we work so hard for all year. Johnny had a series in the fourth quarter where first and second down there were incomplete verticals to Gabe. Was uh, that an issue of liking the matchup and
13: wanting to go there, or what did you think about that particular sequence there?
6: Yeah, um, you know, just I'm, I'm sure Doris will want that one back. Didn't feel great about that one, um, just in terms of the efficiency overall there. Um, so, you know, just, again, that's one of the areas we can learn from.
7: So what you guys have been through overall this season especially the last couple weeks, have you seen it kind of galvanize the group and, and help them in these you know, moments of adversity on the field?
6: uh yeah I mean we, we have a, a group of guys that they love to compete I think that's uh the start of it and um, you know we've just we've been through games before like this that have ebbed and flowed and that's the really the model in the NFL I mean again you met, I mentioned the game last night and so games are going to be close and, and you've got to be able to be at your best when they are close and and uh, and we continue forward
0: how much of Kyrie's success in this game is a product of the way that he's worked while he's been kind of waiting for that opportunity yeah.
6: yeah I mean that's there's two ways to handle that you can get your you know kind of get put your chin in the in your chest and mope around or you can do something about it and and, uh, and I think Kyrie really handled that well through the body of the season when he wasn't getting the maybe the reps he wanted to get and um, he stayed true to being a team guy and it's a test of your character at the end of the day and your teammates are watching and, and uh, I thought he handled it well and now he's getting a chance to play and, and when you do play as someone is talking about young players, when you get your opportunity you gotta be ready to go.
5: How important was it to limit the explosive plays from, from Tyreek and Waddle?
6: Yeah, that was huge. Uh, I think they, think they had one or maybe one, maybe two. Um, so just overall, good job by the secondary there, keeping them in check best we could. I mean, they're you know they're really good, really fast.
8: Sean, we saw um, pictures on
4: that on the social media of you know, Demar being in the locker room. Uh, I'm just curious, from your perspective, what it was like. I know you've been in touch, you've seen him, but to have him back in the building for the
12: yeah. for the first time.
6: Yeah, it was great uh, having him. He came to walk through. Uh, yesterday, uh, along with his along with his parents and his and his little brother, which was great to see him. And um, word traveled fast because by the end of walk through, everyone had gotten down there to to say hello. And he was trying to, you know, being the team guy that he is, trying to stay under the radar. And he was kind of all the way down the one the one end zone there. And um, uh, but yeah, good to see him back in the building, and and uh, good to have his parents there as well. Sean
13: right. what do you think of the performance of Dawson Knox? This was.
5: Uh, five straight with the touchdown reception in the last three years. He scored the first touchdown in the playoffs
13: for you guys.
6: Yeah, he continues to uh, continues to play at a high level, and uh, I know he wants that one back from from the middle part of the game there, and um, he'll make those going forward. Just have a lot of confidence in Dawson. All right, thanks, guys. Sean McDermott's comments brought
3: to you by Northtown Automotive. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it at NorthtownAuto.com. Our calls, first people in. The first response from the fans, if you will, brought to you by Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's team, Luzzy. Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's team, Luzzy, is first and faster to any size disaster. Visit teamluzzy.com. The Bills will face Cincinnati if it wins tonight, or Jacksonville if it doesn't. Next week in round two, after beating Miami 34 31 in a whoa game today. In the game that's currently going, the Giants have a 17-7 lead late first half at Minnesota. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Stay with us on postgame coverage. This is Buffalo Bills football. Bills over the Dolphins 34-31. It was rough in a way, but it's a win, and, you know, take it. Mike Schopen, and the Bulldog here. You want to say anything here before we go right back to a break? I'm glad the Bills won. Me too.
13: We will have more after this. This is Buffalo Bills football. Survive in advance. The Buffalo Bills moving on to the divisional round after a nail-baiting 34-31 to victory over the Miami Dolphins at Highmark Stadium this afternoon. The Bills getting through three crippling turnovers as well as other miscues as well as a Miami offense gifted with short fields. But they managed to move on thanks to timely big plays from rookies like Kair Elam.
9: Back to pass, has time, now flushed out of the pocket by Daquan Jones, and the pass to Gesicki is incomplete. Kair Elam in coverage on the play, and disrupted it enough to force the incompletion and a turnover on downs.
13: Josh Allen dealt with a cold stretch in the middle of this game, but helped ensure victory nonetheless. 23 of 39, 354 yards, three touchdowns and two interceptions and a lost fumble. Devin Singletary led the way rushing with 48 yards on 10 carries, while rookie James Cook added a touchdown on the ground for the Bills. Stephon Diggs rode a hot first half to a final stat line of 114 yards on seven catches. Gabe Davis continues to shine in the postseason. Six catches, 113 yards as well as a touchdown. What's next for the Bills? It's the divisional round hosting either the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Cincinnati Bengals. That will be determined by tonight's Bengals game in Cincinnati against the Baltimore Ravens. That one set for 830 tonight. The one game going on in progress right now, it's the New York Giants up on the Minnesota Vikings, 17-7 currently in the second quarter. This update brought to you by Independent Health, well beyond insurance. Learn more at redshirttreatment.com. Meanwhile, it's time to get a first look at traffic around the stadium as you're trying to get out. If you're trying to get out of the stadium right now, it is a very congested way out right now, as Route 20 and 20A, both seeing heavy congestion on Southwestern and Big Tree, respectively. Abbott Road, of course, being shut down around the stadium. Traffic not easy to get out right now at this very moment. Traffic brought to you by Sullivan's Brewing Company from Ireland to Buffalo, the best ales in the world. I'm Derek Kramer. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network.
9: Here they come on the blitz, Allen looking deep down the sideline, he's got Diggs, caught at the 8, tackled at the 4-yard line, first and goal!
4: Eye on the Quarterback is brought to you by Great Lakes Building Systems, we keep an eye on your business so you don't have to, Great Lakes Building Systems, our business is protecting your business, you just heard Allen's stat line from Derek in the update, That what you just heard the highlight of with Chris Brown on the play-by-play was a 52-yard completion to Stephon Diggs from Allen.
3: Diggs on the first play of the second quarter caught a pass to get to six for one ten. And he rapped at seven for one thirteen. One fourteen, make that. He had one for four after that. Looked like he might have been on a record pace. Yeah. Well he certainly was on a record pace, yeah, like but.
4: Eric, Eric Mold's territory.
3: Gabe Davis, in, in fact, <laughs> even. <laughs> sure. At least. Mold's had more yards.
4: I think that's right, but not four touchdowns.
3: Right. Davis today that that's a great play in the end zone. Yep. Six for one thirteen and one Mike show in the bulldog here. Here is Jerry with us. Hi Jerry.
4: Hey,
10: how you doing guys? Good, good Jerry. Thank you. Good. Hey, uh, the one thing I wanted to bring up was I see a lot of people online just kind of crapping on the bills about this game and stuff. And I think that they lose sight of the fact that you play a divisional opponent three times in one season. It's not easy. Um, I mean I think Tua is not that great of a quarterback so it wasn't that big of a step down to go with what they did and I think the Bills just played a great game and you know they made a few mistakes for sure but you know in in the playoffs it's a W is a W and you move on and you survive and that's where you go
4: All right. Ultimately, that's where you come out. They won relief. I mean, we're sort of joking around, but not really. Like, you want to squeeze anything in here? I'm glad they won. Like, I'm glad they won. I'm glad they get to keep playing. Um, And I don't know, I don't think it's crapping on the Bills to say that they are going to need to tighten some things up and not be as sloppy as they were in this game if they are going to go all the way and ultimately win a Super Bowl. They're going to play better teams. I'm glad your opinion is that there's not a big drop-off from Tua to this guy. I think there's a huge drop-off from Tua to this guy. And they only were in the game because the Bills really made some grievous errors that set Miami up. That's it. So... You play a better team than this with a competent quarterback that has experience and, you know, you make those kind of mistakes, you could be in for a long day.
3: I agree. I think Tua is much better than rookie Skyler Thompson, who looks like he was in over his head to me, too. And the point about division games makes it sound like the first games weren't close. They lost the first game by two points. They won the second game by three points. I think if there was a failure here, it was not giving... The Dolphins, enough credit for the rest of the Dolphins. And that really is up front. Like, they gave Allen Fitz, mm-hmm. pressure-wise, in all three meetings where he couldn't get out and just sort of forced him into mistakes. The, the fumble and the touchdown today, for one. So, um, if I missed anything about this game, it was that. Uh, but Bill still did enough to win. 34-31. Mike up in the Bulldog here. This is Buffalo Bills football
13: survive and advance the Buffalo Bills moving on to the divisional round after a 34 to 31 victory over the Miami Dolphins the Bills surviving three crippling turnovers as well as other plays and a Miami defense that was gifted with some short fields however the Bills getting it done Josh Allen got over a cold stretch to help ensure victory 23 of 39 for 354 yards three touchdowns He did have two interceptions and a lost fumble that was returned for a touchdown. It was Devin Singletary leading the way rushing with 48 yards on 10 carries. Ricky James Cook scored a touchdown on the ground for the Bills as well. Meanwhile, Stephon Diggs rode a hot first half to 114 yards on seven catches. Gabe Davis continuing to shine in the postseason. Six receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. What's next for the Bills? The divisional round hosting either the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Cincinnati Bengals. That will be determined by tonight's Baltimore Ravens and Cincinnati Bengals game. That one getting started at eight 30 tonight. It's halftime between the giants and the Vikings. It's the giants with a 17 to 14 lead at the half. This update is brought to you by the UPS stores of Western New York. Every ing for small business, all in one place. I'm Derek Kramer for the Buffalo bills radio network. As you're trying to get out of as you're trying to get out of the stadium, things have not gotten better around it as there is still heavy congestion near the stadium on both Southwestern and Big Tree at the moment. Things are also starting to slow down a little bit on the 219 as you're trying to get out from the stadium today. This traffic brought to you by Sullivan's Brewing Company. From Ireland to Buffalo, the best ales in the world. I'm Derek Kramer for the Buffalo Bills Radio Network.
9: to the right, back to pass, pocket collapsing, and he sacked again, Matt Milano, the first team All-Pro, takes down the rookie QB.
4: There you go, difference maker of the game today is Matt Milano, brought to you by Independent Health. At Independent Health, you'll find more than a 1,000 Western New Yorkers who are big fans of this community and big fans of the Bills, of course. Independent Health, well beyond insurance. Learn more at redshirttreatment.com.
3: 34-31, Bills over the Dolphins. Miami season over. Bills on to round two. Home to Cincinnati or Jacksonville next weekend, depending on whether the Bengals win tonight. If the Bengals win, it's the Bengals. Let's go to Mike here. Hi, Mike.
2: Hey, guys. First time in a long time. Thank you. Uh, I'm worried about the Bengals' wide receivers. Uh, I, they're, they're loaded, and I don't know what we're going to do. I, I'm assuming they're going to win, so... I don't know what
4: we're gonna do about them. Gonna to have to outscore them is what you're gonna to have to probably do because they're gonna get theirs. Uh, and what you can't have is the Bills either through you know their own turnovers, giving up like 80 yards in return yardage, which they did today on the interceptions. A 50-yard punt return kicked a kicked a kickoff out of bounds. I mean, every yard mattered against this Miami team today. Like they 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 could not really do anything on offense, and you're helping them. You know, here have it at the 40 instead of the 25. Um, None of that stuff, I'd be surprised if you can be that loose and beat the Bengals because of the talent they have. So they're going to have to button a lot of stuff up.
3: Are you like the caller, assuming they'll win? The Bengals? Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I kind of am. I am sort of drawn to this. The game that Baltimore played against Cincinnati last week and the first game. I know last year, Ravens had bigger injuries on defense last year, and Cincinnati did very well on these. You know, you saw Chase a number of times during the season last year take a short pass and just break away. So, of course, with the Bengals, there is that. But like they got after Burrow and the Bengals in those two games, including last week when they basically rested their whole offense and still like the the score was misleading last week. The, the Bengals kind of cruised, but they had these short fields their own of their own last week like Miami. They didn't really do anything offensively uh of note. The Ravens will have to score I mean at least 20 points probably. Uh, to win, and that's a question
4: yep. that I would have. But um, I, I don't. We, I don't think it's. Look what happened today, right? I hope we get a competitive game. I hope we get some some semblance of what we just sat through without the anxiety of it being you know our you know the heavily favored team going out is our team, which is what this afternoon was for Bills fans. Uh, so I, I'm into the game. I'm not going to skip it or anything, but. I I just I don't know. Everything has been so competitive already. Like I think we're due for like a oh there's okay there's one Vegas got right.
3: Were you thinking that today
4: at one thirty? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too. Whoops! I I was I was just rooting for all my touchdown scores on my parlays because I was assuming the thirteen and a half would be no No, problem. No sweat. No.
3: The Bengals are eight and a half point favorites tonight against Baltimore. The halftime score of the game going on now in the NFC. The Giants lead Minnesota. 17-14. 17-14. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. <laughs> all right. 34-31. Bills over the Dolphins. Had them all the way. Three great gripping games this year between these two teams for many years here in Droughtland, Until recently we've been talking about, oh, remember the days with Miami? Like it's all the way back. They'll be interesting this off season whether Tua plays, and you know they'll probably want him to, uh, assuming he's healthy enough to do that. You know, it was a step forward, I guess for the Dolphins. They got in. They weren't record-wise any better than they've been the right, last two they years. kind of
4: spiraled in the second half of the season, but they did you know, they got their three field goals and a safety last week to get in, and the Bills, you know, knocked the Patriots out of the way for them, and um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see, though, like, just how much they know, how much trust or faith they have into a Or whether their owner goes, yeah, you know what? I can talk to Tom Brady legally now, and let's just do that instead.
3: (laughs) It will.
13: Here's John with us. Hi, John. Hey. So I just wanted to call in to ask why Allen and McDermott seem to look so panicky when the game's so close. It seems to happen uh, time and again. And then the other thing is with respect to um, John Brown, I wish they had gone back to him. They just didn't seem like they were on the right page um, for that incompletion.
4: You mean the interception? That would have been Brown's only target, right? It was, a, was an interception, not an incompletion. And, yeah, he I think they pointed this out, I think, correctly on the broadcast on the on TV that Brown sort of stopped. Now, I don't know, the guy still could have made the play on the ball that he made if Brown kept going. But he misread what Allen's intentions were, I think. Maybe just tried to find some open room for Allen to throw it somewhere else, and Allen threw it where Brown, where he thought Brown was going, and Brown stopped.
3: It's been a, a conversation all year. They went into their past for two guys. Is it really, should it be surprising if the timing's off with two guys who haven't been on the team all season? I like this guy I'm watching right now for the Giants. Five for 73 and a touchdown in the playoffs, Isaiah Hodgins, he's been around for two years. The Bills did not have room for him, and what they are at wide receiver past digs has been a focal point of mine, maybe yours, all year. Allen threw for 350 today. Yeah. McKenzie out. Like, they're not Be- bad.
4: Beasley really kind of bailed them out today. I mean, he made, made a great catch and run. What was that, 29 yards? How many 29-yard completions were there of Beasley during the, the, mm-hmm. the years that he was a key part of the team? Uh, so that was big, and then, of course, he got you know the touchdown late.
3: Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, Bills over Miami 34-31. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network.
13: Survive and advance. The Buffalo Bills moving on to the divisional round after a 34-31 to victory over the Miami Dolphins. The Bills surviving three crippling turnovers as well as other plays and a Miami defense that was gifted with some short fields. However, the Bills getting it done. Josh Allen got over a cold stretch to help ensure victory. 23 of 39 for 354 yards, three touchdowns. He did have two interceptions and a lost fumble that was returned for a touchdown. It was Devin Singletary leading the way, rushing with 48 yards on 10 carries. Ricky James Cook scored a touchdown on the ground for the Bills as well. Meanwhile, Stephon Diggs wrote a hot first half to 114 yards on seven catches. Gabe Davis continuing to shine in the postseason. Six receptions, 113 yards, and a touchdown. What's next for the Bills? The divisional round hosting either the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Cincinnati Bengals. That will be determined by tonight's Baltimore Ravens and Cincinnati Bengals game, that one getting started at 8:30 tonight. Meanwhile, the NFC Wild card game going on between the Minnesota Vikings and the New York Giants. It's the Giants holding a 24-14 lead over Minnesota in the third quarter. This update is brought to you by the UPS stores of Western New York. Every ing for small business, all in one place. I'm Derek Kramer for the Buffalo Bills radio network. As you're trying to get out of tra- as you're trying to get out of the stadium, things have not gotten better around it. As there is still heavy congestion near the stadium on both Southwestern and Big Tree at the moment. Things are also starting to slow down a little bit on the 219 as you're trying to get out from the stadium today. This traffic brought to you by Sullivan's Brewing Company. From Ireland to Buffalo, the best ales in the world. I'm Derek Kramer for the Buffalo Bills Radio Network.
3: The Bills survive today. Sloppy, but good enough. 34-31 over Miami. Those of you listening along the network are welcome to join Nate Geary as he takes post-game coverage over from here. Mike Schopen, and the Bulldog will be back on our local show on WGR, of course, tomorrow uh, for Martin Luther King Day and a recap of today's game. And then after the game in the playoffs, second round, next week, whenever it is. So I look forward to talking to you again then, if not sooner. Thanks for listening. Bills win it 34-31 in the playoffs over the Dolphins. This is Buffalo Bills football.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.